Hello everybody and welcome to another episode. It's me, Colby, the Autistic Cowboy. Uh, th th if you may have noticed, there's no intro music. Don't worry, computer's still fine. <laughs> it's because this is going to be a dual episode, a crossover episode or whatever, between the two podcasts that I have. One that I try to update semi-regularly, uh, though usually can't because of life, and the other that I haven't updated in a while, which is Sermon Time. Uh, the one where I try to get all Jesus-y. Now, don't worry. This one isn't going to get too Jesus-y if that's not your thing. I understand that isn't everybody's thing, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, but I'm not going to curse as much in this one and try to keep it a little bit more straightforward. The reason I'm doing this is I wasn't just going to keep it on Spectrum Talk, but a lot of what I'm going to say applies uh, to what I would usually say on a, on a sermon time which I will try to make more regular, um, especially now that I can't pay tithes. Um, I'll get to that here in a second. Um, but yeah, that's actually kind of what sparked this whole thing. So this will be a little bit of a different episode. Uh, but I promise it's interesting, at least it's interesting to me, because I've spent like the past, I don't know, four or five hours. Oh, it's 9.20. Oh my. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah. Wow. I've been working on this since about three or four o'clock in the afternoon, um, researching and doing numbers and figuring some other stuff. So what, uh, what, what happened is my work, uh, is making me get on insurance, which isn't a bad thing. It, it isn't a bad thing. I, I need insurance. The reason I didn't have insurance before is because I couldn't afford it. And usually through employers, it becomes a lot easier to afford. The problem is, is it's still a lot of money. And I don't have a lot of money. Together with my wife, we don't have a lot of money. Um, and it made... The, paying ties before, I was paying about $200 a week. Or, or every two weeks, that's when I get my paycheck. And that is uh, that is all together, of the uh, wife and I, Joe and I. And um, uh, with that, we were barely making it. I, we weren't really able to save anything. Maybe she was, but m most of my paycheck was being... By the time I got around to that next paycheck, I was almost at $0. And I wasn't really buying a whole lot. I was getting some stuff here and there. I have to eat out a lot just because of... Don't have a lot of time to cook, sadly. Um, and even when we do, I had to spend most of it cleaning. Because a lot of us aren't in the house. I know some of you are saying, some of you are saying well, what are you doing now? It's like, uh, well, I got home from work and I was resting. And while resting, I was doing all this research and... Um, uh, because when I get home, I usually don't want to move around because I've been baked in the sun for nine hours. Uh, I'm not complaining about that. I'm very lucky to have a job, especially right now. Thank you, Lord. Um, man, I like my job currently. Um, it could be a lot better. It could definitely pay a lot better. 11, 15 hours, not much at all. Um, but I'm very thankful for what I can get. But... I was looking at that, and I was like, we can't save any money. And Joe was getting on me before, but then she later agreed that it's better to, to serve the Lord and and to give money that is going to help people, giving to a good church, a good ministry that uh, does a lot of outreach and actually helps people and isn't hateful. Um, that that money would be better uh, used there. The problem is you can't give money if you don't have it. And if we're not able to pay our bills, 
and are just a are just in a hole constantly. They were never going to go anywhere. And the way things are looking right now, I don't know. I, I may not get a raise. There's not a lot of money to go around. And uh, this all sounds very depressing, but I promise the the rest of this isn't. Um, and I, I had to make a decision because now with the insurance, which is expensive, um, and I got the bare minimum of just about everything, and she's not even on it because it, we could then couldn't afford it, period. Um, in order to actually save money, have uh, have money to to eat on, to be able to buy groceries and stuff, and then also buy some things that we want. Uh, in order to keep us sane, because right now we're, we're, at least I'm being driven a little bit insane because we don't, there, there's just not a lot of time to do anything. If we're not working, it's usually resting because we can't do anything. Even when I'm trying to do stuff on the channel and even do this, it's taking a lot just to do it because I'm so tired. Um, uh, a lot of that has to do with the heat. Uh, but it's just, if, you know, washing the clothes and everything, it, it, cleaning, it, basically, you never stop working. You get home from work just to work some more, and you really don't want to, and it goes very slow because you're just tired. Um, and it's not fun. It's not fun, but I'm very ha happy to, to be in this place. Barely getting by is still getting by. And we still have money, and even we, we still have money, and we still have the ability to get some things we want and make us forget about the horrible things going on in the world. And that is a good thing. Entertainment is a good thing. I'm not like going out there buying a bunch of video games and stuff like that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to. Uh, actually, my problem is I, I'm giving money to a bunch of people, um, and that that's hurting me because that's my giving nature. I just think if it's like $5 here, $5 there, and then it adds up and I've spent like $50, I'm like, ooh. Um, though that Nintendo sale kind of got me. I spent like 40 bucks, but that wasn't much. But it was more than I should have spent. I still have plenty of money in the bank account, but if I had paid the $200 this month, I would have negative 30 And then let's say I didn't spend anything on Nintendo, which I wouldn't have because I wouldn't have the money. I would have 30 bucks. To last me till Friday. And that, by the way, is including, um, we didn't have to pay utilities this month because we put down, a, I forgot that we put down a deposit last year when we moved in, and we got that deposit back, which is 250 bucks, and that paid most of all, that paid our entire utility bill plus 89 or something dollars left over that's going to be on the next utility bill. So that's like 150, 170 dollars we didn't have to pay. Um, and then when we don't have internet, I only have what's on my phone, and I don't have to pay for that because of my, my sister and her husband, um, are able to just, I don't know, I don't know what, how they're able to do it. They're, they're able to squeeze A&T in such a way that they can just get a bunch of stuff free, and they basically told me I didn't need to pay it because it was pretty much free, and they knew that I could use that extra $10 a month. It used to be 60 and they got to like 10 they're like, ah, oh, you're good. Um, my phone's almost paid off and everything, so we have some money, but even with that... I, was, I did all that so we could save money, and then with the insurance, which we need, and I'm going to use, especially the vision, um, with all the payments we have to make at the current moment in time, can't, we just couldn't do it. 
So I prayed. And remember, I said this this is a this is like a crossover episode, so I'm I'm going to get a little bit religious, but don't worry, we're gonna get into something else here in a second. It pertains to religion, at least my view of it, uh, but isn't. I ain't gonna be Bible beaten. I never do, but it's it's not gonna be one of the, that kind of episode. I promise, just stick with me. But I prayed about it and I felt bad, but finally I uh after some reading, some research, I found that it was okay. You can't give, you got nothing to give. You're actually rewarded for what little you do give. Uh, about the woman who gave like the two pennies, or the equivalent two pennies. That's all she had. Jesus said that woman has given more than any of these men here who have given all their riches and everything. Because she gave out of their out of her poverty while they gave out of, her, out of their wealth. I started thinking about that. I started thinking about money. Trying to feel a little bit better. And promise that when I do get more money, when we do get back, when we get in a better situation, maybe when the world's not on fire, that I'll pay again, I will pay more. I was already paying more than what I technically owed um, because I believed in it. Um, and it worked. I was rewarded, but I didn't do it for the reward. I did it because it was the right thing to do. And I felt terrible about having to stop. I, re- I really did. I really do. But I have to do it. But I'm not doing it thinking it doesn't matter, and I'm not doing it planning to always do it. Because then I start thinking, if tomorrow I got a huge sum of money, what would I do? And I would like take 10%, 10% right off the top. And that would what I would do first. It's not necessarily what I'm going to uh, the, the only thing I'm going to do with it. I'd probably do a whole lot more to help. The second thing would be to take taxes out of it. Uh, can't, <laughs> can't help people when you're in jail. Um, and then help people. And then I started thinking... What if I became a billionaire? And I don't remember what sparked this. It was at work today. I don't remember what sparked it. I was thinking, and then, about billionaires, how much money they have, and how much they don't give. We hear, always hear about how much they make. Now, or, or, or worth. And they don't give a whole lot. And when they give, we think it's a whole lot, but it's, it's, really, it's really not. It's really not, and uh, it's not even close to what their wealth actually is, and I, I started thinking about that. I wrote an article a while back uh, about Jeff Bezos, or Bezos, or how you say his name. Uh, you know, the, the guy who founded Amazon, did all these incredible stuff by himself, and yada, 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 and it turns out none of that's true. Uh, I mean, yeah, he did make Amazon, but he didn't do it by himself, and it did almost go bankrupt, and then his parents bailed him out with a huge sum of money. Uh, the man's blessed. He's the richest man in the world in terms of net worth. He probably does have a lot of liquid capital on him. And in this article, I I, I wrote all about that and, and talked about the uh, how much is he really giving because he had just announced something that he was creating a charity or, or d- donating a bunch of money to charity. And then it turns out it was a charity he created and was basically giving money back to himself. Um, and I had a problem with that. There's nothing wrong with creating charities. Nothing wrong at all. Um, and putting your own money into those charities. That's fine. There is a big difference between doing that and telling everybody, I'm donating billions of dollars to charity. And everyone goes, really? And he goes, yeah. And then they come to find out it's your own charity. That's not donating money to charity. That's funding a nonprofit, your nonprofit. 
that's that's completely different. And we don't even know how much of a nonprofit it actually is. And you basically just put the money back in your pocket. Um, you didn't give it away for people to go do great things with or, or to go help people. You gave it to yourself. You probably didn't even move the money. But whatever. But I had a problem with that. Sorry, I'm crunching on ice. That was terrible. That's terrible. I should never have done that. Um, but I had a problem. And a lot of people point that out is the amount of money that he gave or whatever was nothing compared to what he's worth. And then he had donated some other money to charity, or actually recently had donated something about like COVID. And I believe J.J. Watt actually outmatched him. And J.J. Watt doesn't have near the amount of money that Jeff Bezos has. And J.J. Watt is worth nothing compared to Jeff Bezos. In terms of actual net worth, and Watt was able to give more out of his own pocket. Watt is a millionaire. He's a professional football player. He's a great professional football player and looks to be a great person. And he gave a lot of money. He's not a billionaire, he's not close to being a billionaire. Jeff Bezos is not only a billionaire, he's the richest man in the world who, when he needs more money to go buy something, sells a bunch of his assets. So the whole thing about him not being able to sell it or they can't because of risking something or whatever is stupid because he does it all the time when he wants to. But this isn't to rag on Bezos. But what it is to do is to talk about that giving thing and, and how much he gave. And I remember coming up with a number around $4 billion, how much he had. You know, I may have done a podcast on this. I know I've done one about what I would do with $10 million. And um, that $4 billion number stuck around with me. And I started thinking about it. Of how much money that actually is. And then it basically got into my head, what would I do if I had $4 billion? Um, and I'm going to talk about that. And that's how this is related to religion. And also the Spectrum Talk. It's the Spectrum Talk because this is the Spectrum. You don't spend four or five hours on something unless you hyperfixate on it, um, which I absolutely did. Um, and uh, <sighs> I lost my train of thought. And um, I, w- I was driven to do this because that's hyperfixation. That's autism. Yay! <laughs> but when it's dealing with large sum of money, and helping people. Um, that has a lot to do with Christianity. It sounds like I'm choking up. I'm not. I guess technically I am. I have a lot. I, I, that tea went down weird, so I got a lot of weird gas. <laughs> um, I'm not crying. No. But it has to do with uh, finances and then social responsibility. And uh, just how much or how little those with money are actually doing, especially in these times of crisis. Even the ones we think are the greatest have done nothing close, um, or at least close to what they could have done. Uh, Bill Gates did do the Gates Foundation and then spent most of his fortune. He absolutely did that um, and still working over there and then seems to have stopped and is still incredibly rich. Um, McKinsey... Uh, Scott, a uh, formerly Bezos, 
who became the richest woman in the richest woman in the world after uh, their divorce, has given away quite a lot of her wealth. I forgot what the percentage was because she made a, uh, a promise. She didn't need all that money, so she was going to give it to a bunch of charities and colleges and help people. Um. So there are people who have done, and even those who have given little have still helped people because that little still does a lot. But you could do so much more. Um, and, and and not like, well, you could have. It's like I gave you five dollars. Well, you could have given me ten. You know, it's not it's not being petty like that. When we when you get into billions, the amount of money that that is, we might be a little desensitized to it. Uh, because of uh, everybody paying attention to government, though a lot of times in the wrong ways, about how many billions are spent. And we don't understand how much that is or how much can be done with it because of that. And then once you actually understand how much that money is, then you kind of understand, oh, oh man, what is the military doing with $500 billion? Because they're not spending it on their troops and the VA is still in shambles. Do we need that much? Look what's happening. $500 billion is a lot of money. You could do a lot, and they get it every year. It's like, man, <laughs> that's $500 billion. Uh, Bezos is way off of that. But that $4 billion, let's go back to $4 billion. I'm getting a little off track. I had to get to my papers here in a second. Uh, $4 billion is just something I figured that he had in liquid assets, and it's a number, it's a good round number that just stuck in my head, and I was like, what would happen if I was gifted or, I don't know, won the lottery or, I don't know, somehow got my hands on $4 billion? What could I do with it? What would I do with it? And then I wrote it down. It even says gifted $4 billion tomorrow on it, which is fun. So, yeah, tomorrow, four billion in the bank. That's nine zeros. It's a lot of zeros. This first thing I do, 10% for ties. Because, of course, yeah. Especially since I said if I had the money, I, I would do it. it. You bless me more and I will give it right back. Well, if the Lord gave me four billion dollars, you can bet you I'm giving that 10%. Uh, and that 10%, by the way, equals 400 million dollars. Um,. And I'll, I'll get into that because uh, I'm not uh, going to give it to one church. I'm sure one church would wish I would. But no, $400 million is a lot, and you can help so many ministries with $400 million, which is what I'm going to do. And I'll get into that plan later. But after that 10%, give the taxes. Alrighty. So taxes, it's all income tax, uh, which I would have to file as a sole proprietor because I don't know how I'm getting this money. So I assume sole proprietor, uh, which is basically you're self-employed. And you pay kind of double tax for a little bit. Um, you pay uh, Medicare and Social Security. You pay fifteen point three plus all your other. And since I'm in the billions, it's all the tax brackets up to I think thirty nine percent, thirty seven or thirty nine. You're paying everything, which is fine. Uh, in total, uh, let's see. For like just income tax, it's one. It's one billion four hundred eighty million one hundred nineteen. $1,794. It's a lot of money. That's just for income tax. Then with Medicare and Social Security, which is 15.3%, uh, that equals about $612 million. 
Uh, so after that, I'm left with so with ties, taxes, Medicare, Social Security. I am left with one billion five hundred seven million eight hundred eighty thousand two hundred six dollars. Now you're probably thinking, man, I took a lot of taxes and stuff. Yeah, I'd have ten percent more. I would have almost two billion if I didn't pay tithes. But I'm going to pay tithes, um, and then yeah, taxes. We, you're supposed to pay taxes until the country runs. It's how to take care of people. If we were a better country, we would help the people more. Um, but a lot of billionaires and millionaires get around paying all that, which is why they keep a lot of their money in net worth, in assets, and so on and so forth, because it's taxed differently and sometimes not taxed at all. I wouldn't do that. I would pay all my taxes. I'm okay with paying taxes. I don't mind paying taxes. I like paying taxes, especially... Um, when they're used correctly. I would like my taxes to be used better. Uh, but yeah. So about $1.5 billion left over. So what would I do then? I would give away $1 billion right away. Now we're jumping into the fast lane. You think, man, this ain't last very long. He's already given away a billion dollars. It's what I thought too. I thought, man, it's gonna, this ain't going to be very long. I just gave away, I just gave away a billion dollars. That that five hundred million ain't gonna take ain't gonna take long at all to get rid of. I was wrong. Why do you think this took me f- like four or five hours? Yeah, it was. It w- it took a lot longer. The one billion was the easiest thing because I had an idea. I was like, well, I could help the homeless, but instead of with the shelters and everything, which may or may not help them directly, uh, depending on who's running the shelter and what city and all this. What if I focused? One particular area. What if I focused on Travis County, specifically Austin, Texas, the capital? There's a lot of homeless there. Somewhere close to home, and it's somewhere that I know that a large sum of money could help a lot of people. So I looked I looked up how many homeless people there were. Yeah, they have rushed est- estimations. Anywhere from 2,000 to 7,000 people homeless, either sheltered or unsheltered. And so I went with the high number, 7,000. And I was like, I was like, okay, so we'll go 7,000 people. And it was a clean 7,000 too, so that made it easier. 7,000 people, 1 billion. It's like around $142,000 a person. A lump sum. Cut them a check. Actually, I'd probably give them cash. Um, just be easier. Um, yeah. That's a lot of money. And I figured I could do it one of two ways. I do it one way, uh, just give them $142,000. Each, each person gets $142,000 that they can use however they want. That is a lot of money, especially when you have nothing. It's a lot of money to me. Um, uh, and they that could help all of them. It may not. Uh, they have to find a crazy way to spend that money real fast because it's a lot harder than you think, especially if you don't have resources. Um, you're not going to spend it all on drugs and booze. $142,000 worth? <laughs> That's a lot, man. Um, and besides, I don't care about that either. I don't care. They're, they're, they're going to help themselves. So $142,000. Or, I could, uh, I could, uh, Give them half, so it would be around seventy-one, just around seventy k. Actually, I think it was around seventy-two altogether. 
uh, because it's these are rough numbers. I don't have this written down for whatever reason. This is what I figured at work. I did tweet it. I could look at that. Um, but basically $70,000. And then give the rest to uh, shelters and stuff. And basically set up a network. Or to help the network to help them. So that's $500 million going to shelters, kitchens, and whatever else. Uh, trying to help them. I could go one or either way. But with the $70 option, which that doesn't sound like a whole lot. And to be fair, isn't. Especially when you start from nothing. But if you have nothing, it's a lot. That can definitely get you a hotel and get a shower. It can get you off your feet. It can get you a lot of food and get you new clothes. It can get you a car. If you're smart with it, it can get you just kind of a crappy car. And uh, that you could actually stay in. Living in a car is much better than living under a bridge. And uh, you can get to work. Uh, because think about this. With a minimum wage job... A bad minimum wage job. So I guess all all minimum wage jobs are bad because it's seventy seven twenty five an hour. That's around fifteen uh, fifteen thousand eighty dollars a year. Uh, plus seventy is about eighty is what eighty five eighty. That's pretty good. But if you were to split that, um, let's say you could make that seventy stretch, and you probably could if you're able to make tens of dollars. Hundreds, if you're lucky, stretch and last long beyond what most people could. You could probably make thousands last even longer. So you could take that 70 and you could split it up. So like, what, two, four, six. It's three years, 60 grand. at 20,000 a piece. Which, granted, isn't much. It isn't much. But, uh, and it's definitely not livable for most people. Or anybody. And it shouldn't be the standard. But let's say you can make that stretch. It'll uh, seventy grand can actually get you about three and a half years. Let's say three years, and it'd be like, oh, I believe it was like twenty-three or something thousand altogether, twenty-three, twenty-five or something like that. No, what twenty-five? Doesn't 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 matter because I got the other number. And then you put that together with a minimum wage job, and it's around thirty-eight grand a year. That's that's pretty good, especially when you're at nothing. That can get you on your feet. You'll be able to get something. You get some place to live. You, you, it could start you. For three years, you're pretty good. Or for one year, you're pretty good, and that gets you a real good jumping off point. Depends on how they want to use it. And that's if we go with the $70 option. With the $142,000 options, a lot, lot better. Um, but think about how much that could change 7,000 people's lives. It would be immense. It probably wouldn't get rid of homelessness. Um, just because even $142,000 isn't that much money. It's a lot. It's not enough to buy most houses in Austin. Um, and if it is, that's all the money they got. Now they have to pay for the for everything else. It's, it's not going to fix everything. But it would put a big old dent in it. And with the very least ease a lot of suffering for so many people. And that's what's and that's worth it. That's what a billion dollars could do for the homeless community. At either seventy thousand dollars a pop or one hundred forty-two, you're changing lives. And I would count children in this as well. So each person in this gets either the seventy or one hundred forty-two. So if we do with the seventy, if you have a homeless couple and a child, that's what two hundred ten thousand dollars without any jobs. 
and that would help them. That would help them because then they would get jobs because then they would they would understand that it's going to run out soon. But then they could breathe and they could they could help. Uh, people aren't homeless. Most people, ninety nine percent of people, aren't homeless by choice. Um, no one wants to be living on the side of the road. It's dangerous. It's hard. It's not a fun time, especially when you, if you're a couple have kids, and I've seen them. No one wants to do that. Um, those who are suffering from addiction didn't want didn't want that to happen, or mental problems. None of them want that. Um, but it happens. That money could benefit so many of them, and kind of while I'm partial to the second idea of giving it to the community um, and, and basically making sure that $500 million actually gets used well and not just throwing it at Austin and go, here, have $500 million. Getting used well is for those people who do have the addiction problems or the mental problems and won't be able to use it effectively um, or so it doesn't get stolen from them or they make a bad decision. And I don't mean go buy booze or drugs. I mean they get ripped off because that could happen. Um And it would change so many people's lives. It would ease their suffering, and that's what's important. That's just a billion dollars. A one-time billion-dollar payment. It could benefit so many lives in Austin, and now, yeah, or in Travis County. That 7,000 number is Travis County. And yeah, that's not homelessness in the nation. It's not homelessness in the state. It's just one county, but at 7,000 people whose suffering has been eased, I believe that's worth it. And that's $1 billion from one guy, not from the government, also all the other billionaires. It's just one guy doing it. You could do that exponentially. Because in this scenario that I'm doing, it's just a one-time, I got $4 billion, not... Okay, I have $4 billion in the bank, but I'm also a multi-billionaire who owns a company and is making more money than I know what to do with. And even though in a worldwide pandemic, I made more money than I've ever have, than I ever have. Uh, no, this is just, I got blessed with a bunch of money. So in that scenario, they could do a lot more than just a billion dollars. They could give that billion dollars and then also set up structures and support systems and all of that. They, they, could, they could go city by city, state by state, transform this nation. But they don't want to. Uh, I guess because there's no fun in it. I would. If I didn't want to do it myself or it got too tiring, I would set up people who could do it. It honestly would not be that hard. It wouldn't. We wouldn't have to go worldwide right away. You would start small and then go and make and work out all the kinks. So by the time you get to the bigger picture, you you know what you're doing. That's the smart thing to do. You can't just throw money at people and expect problems to work. That's not how it works. Um, it can benefit a lot. And it definitely is better than nothing. But if there's systematic problems and whatnot, which there are, becomes a bit of a different bit of a different problem. Now with homelessness and those people, yes, a lump sum absolutely would help them. With poverty, people in poverty, a lump sum absolutely would help them. Um if 
if it was just those two choices, either one is good uh, between breaking down the system and changing things and actually helping them and make sure they never get back in that place versus just cutting them a check. Either one of those options is good. The option you never take is do nothing. But yeah. So billion dollars. That would change so many people's lives. And that leaves me with 507 billion, or million, sorry, 880 thousand two hundred six dollars so I'm still a multimillionaire <clears throat> a very wealthy man and we're about to find out just how wealthy I would be uh, when I cannot figure out how to get rid of all that money that's just what one billion dollars could do let alone like a hundred fifty billion um And that's without like subsidizing stuff or just giving people houses, which there are more houses than people, which we could we could do all that or any of that. Or that's just cutting them checks and going here. Here you go. That's how much it could do. What would you do if you just got seventy thousand dollars tomorrow? Some people would probably spend it on something stupid or whatever. I, that's fine. Some people would probably use it to help. There are a lot of people who need just a few hundred dollars. They got $70,000. The stress would go down. They could finally breathe. It wouldn't be enough for someone to go buy a home if they were homeless, but they could be like, I don't have to worry about food. I can go buy new clothes. I could go get a hotel room for like a week and actually get some sleep without without worrying about being killed or freezing to death. I could go do whatever. Get my head on straight. Get a job, and even if I got a terrible job, even if I got a minimum wage job, which is probably all I could get, it would, it by itself is nothing, and I wouldn't be able to do anything with it. But combined with this this lump sum, I could change my entire life. Think about that. Of how much good that could do. That's kind of what got me started on that. As I started thinking about that, and then I just went down, I just followed. Followed the, you know, went down the rabbit hole. So remember how I mentioned ties a while ago, that 10%, and how I just wouldn't give $400 million to one church because that would be stupid. <laughs> um, I laid out a bit of a plan. Now, I didn't research all the churches I would give to, but I did make out a bit of a plan is that uh, it's going to be divided up into several parts and distributed to churches of my choosing equally except for three. Uh, and we'll get to that in a second. See, all churches and ministries will have to meet certain criteria except for three. Uh, three ministries being family. Um, so they're going to get smaller amounts, but still incredibly generous and bigger than they probably have ever gotten before. And still help them. Because I believe in taking care of my family. And I believe that blessings can... Blessings sprout other blessings. And with that, giving someone a blessing, giving them that money, that can go to benefit others and bless others. Now, the reason these three ministries are exempt from the criteria is because I know for a fact, which I guess technically Faith Temple doesn't have a ministry at the current moment in time, I know for a fact that they are not going to meet my criteria. Not all of it. Um, which is why they're, not, they're getting a smaller sum. They're only getting it because they're family, and I believe in taking care of them. 
and because I believe that the blessings will repeat and that they can go help those people and they can even change minds. Lord works in mysterious ways and he helps people and he loves people and he will bless people. Blessings upon blessings upon blessings, so on and so forth, the cup running over and all that. Um, so we're going to divide that $400 million uh, by a million, so that's 400 be 400 separate tithe payments. Uh, we'll take a million dollars out of that, and we're going to have 399 separate payments. That one million divided by three, it's not even. It's like 330,000, 333 and a third. Not even. So I'm going to give 300,000 uh, to my cousin. That's <laughs> a B. Ron and Randy's ministry. Uh, 300000 to Faith Temple, just the church, and it would be 400000 to my Uncle Ben. And the reason he gets more is because he has like eight kids. So he gets he uh, he gets more, and he has like a broken down church, and he's trying to do everything by himself, and him and his wife have to work jobs as as well as run the church. A lot of ministers don't do that, so he would benefit from four hundred thousand dollars, especially when he's got like I don't know twelve kids to take care of. I don't remember how many kids he has. They have a bunch. Um, his wife had a bunch of kids when he married her, so he adopted a bunch of a bunch of children. And that would benefit his children as well. Um, and they're innocent. They're children. Um, may not agree with everything that he believes in, but he's taking care of me. He's my family, and I believe in taking care of the family. Um, and that will benefit them. I can't ever say I didn't do anything for them, because at the minute I was blessed, I went to bless them. This would literally be one of the first things that I did. Is the first thing that I could do, or after I did all that, once I get my hands on the money, I would separate it out into this. I would literally be sitting right here because I wouldn't have to worry about work. Um, <laughs> I'd be sitting right here, divvying it all out, calling the bank, getting it all figured out. Um, I guess another reason Ben would get more money, not only because he has kids, is because he doesn't have my dad to rely on. Um, this is not anything against my dad. Uh, we, I wrote a whole book. <laughs> Let's kiss my dad. You can't read anymore. I took it down, but... Um, Faith Temple and my cousins, if they ever get in a bind, my dad, who has a lot of money, can usually get them out of it. That's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Um, I have issues with it because of other things that he's done, but the man shoots straight on certain things, and that's one. He takes care of his church, and he, well, takes care of his family for the most part. Um... He did take care of me, but he kind of made me regret it. Uh, but with Ron and Randy, he absolutely will go out of his way to help them, and it's because they're part of the ministry. And that is a good thing. Even though I may not be- believe in their ministry or even think everything they teach is right, which it isn't, um, taking care of them is good. He does, um, and, and that is good. Also, Ron and Randy have... My Aunt Pat, who has a bunch of money stored away, and when she goes, they will get that. So that they, and Aunt Pat's been taking care of them like a good mother, has been taking care of them for a while. Um, which is good. This isn't saying anything bad about them or or my or or my dad. I could. I'm not going to, or about my dad. I'm not going to. That's not the point of this. Um, but they have a bit of a safety net. Ain't the largest safety net. He's not a gazillionaire. But he's got money, and he's taking care of Faith Temple for 
I think he was doing that before I came around, so it's been almost 30 years. Um, I mean, Faith Temple's a church this family built, uh, that my family built. Um, we've been involved in it for a very long time, and once he got money, and he started making a lot of money and became a millionaire, he took care of the church. There were times where the church only existed because of his tithing. He waited to pay his tithes on the Monday after so they could clear. That's a good thing. I believe he'll be blessed for it. And he has been. That's a good thing. It's a really, really good thing. Some people could see that as a bad thing. It's not. The church was in trouble, and he stepped in and helped them. And he didn't hold it over anyone's head, and he didn't make a big deal of it. And I've never even heard him say that. only reason I knew it is because my mom told me about it. Because she did the books. That's a good thing. I wish he was good in all aspects of his life, but no one is because no one's perfect. But that is a good thing. Ben doesn't have that. Ben's dad does not have money. <laughs> he's got some, but he's not anywhere close to what my dad has. Um, he's got he's got hidden money, but he doesn't have. He was a traveling pastor almost his entire life, and now is basically retired. He has nothing. His wife is working, but that's about it. They don't have a lot of money. They live in an itty bitty house in Elgin. They have a lot of money, but he'll go out of his way to help his kids. It's crazy, but he'll go out of his way to help his kids, but he's, he doesn't have an extra $100,000 to throw at Ben. No. Um, my dad absolutely does. If that came down to it, he could do that. Again, good thing. Um, ben doesn't have that, so he wins the extra money. Also works out because that makes it a clean million dollars, and then we get to the other 399 uh, the 399 tithing payments would be spread equally, so it's an equal million-dollar payments. 399 million. Um, 399 churches that I would choose would have to meet a certain criteria. So, n- no hate speech of any kind. Uh, no racism, no homophobia, no Islamophobia, no xenophobia, no intolerance of any kind. No prosperity doctrine either. That's all, just as bad. Um, there are going to be churches that are actually doing the Lord's work and are actually spreading love. Um, you know, doing what Jesus told us to do. That's the, you know, the point. Um, also, none of these donations will go to mega churches. Um, and if at all possible, I will try to find churches that need the money. Not only need the money, but will use the money and actually help the communities and the people around them. Um, not ones that are just begging for money and that's all they want is money. Ones that will use it. Not ones that, we're just going to build a bigger building, make a gym. No ones that are actually going to do community outreach and feed the hungry. Uh, that That's what I want. Um, that That's, so the blessing will repeat. Not just to make some people rich. And a church can do a lot with a million dollars. A whole lot with a million dollars. A church can do a whole lot with a lot less than that, and I've seen that. Um, and I would I would bless these 399 ministries, which I would have to research and find. So my tithing payment wouldn't exactly be immediate. I would have to research about them. I got a few in mind, but you know, but I would I would hold myself to that promise. I'm not going to blindly give away 400 million dollars. Um, that does not benefit the Lord. All that does is get me out of a tithing payment. But I'm not going to give it to the wrong church. Um. And I figure I could do a lot more good 
if I spread it out into million dollar payments, that's enough to completely change a church, completely change a ministry, um, and get them off the ground, actually get their message heard enough for them to to remodel, to rebuild, to spread, to actually do the things that they want to do, and to pay the people that they want to pay. It would absolutely uh, change ministries for the better. So with that $400 million out of the way, we still have about $1.5 billion left. Uh, oh, no, we don't. Uh, forgot. We, well, we already figured out the $1 billion. We have $507 million left. $507 million, dollars That's a lot of money. Next thing I would do is you get your average cost of raising a child for 18 years, which they estimate is about $233,000 or $233,610. And I remember to speak clearly. Uh, so we're going to level that off to about 300000 to account for unknown costs, college, yada, yada, yada. Uh, the reason for that is because I'm going to split it into $150,000 payments. Pay one to my mom, pay the other to my dad. Since they have been divorced for quite a while, I can't just give one check to them and expect one to give it to the other. Like you could a married couple, because they kind of hate each other. Um, that's going to account for the entire cost of of me. Uh, that way they can't hold anything over my head anymore. Though mom doesn't. Um, that way I don't have to feel guilty. I could clear a lot. I could clear a lot of guilt, a lot of everything off my chest with doing that, and I believe it's kind of right. They took care of me, for better and for worse, and uh, pay them back. No one should have to do this, by the way. By the way. Uh, this is not something any parent is owed, nor should they demand. A child is owed. A parent is not. The only thing a child has to do is live. That's it. You didn't choose to be alive. And since you didn't choose that, they have to take care of you. Any parent says different, they need to not be a parent. That's it. We don't get the choice to be born. Whether or not we want to be brought into a crazy family. Um, the parents made that choice because of that they need to pay the price. I'm paying it back because it can help them. It can uh, get rid of a lot of my guilt that's not, I shouldn't have guilt. Uh, make me feel better by not being as close to them as they would probably like. Uh, though, there are reasons for that. Um, and that would that would help. Uh, for my mother, it definitely would help her and make her real happy. Um, that way she could get a lot of things fixed. Her husband has some money, but mom has issues that need to be, that need to be helped. Uh, she would like to go to a real doctor and go do all the crazy treatments and get things fixed so she could be a lot healthier. Uh, she's not unhealthy. It ain't like she's dying, but she has some issues that she, she could probably fix, get some better medications, uh, just get overall help and feel better where she could sleep and stuff. That, that would help. Being able to be awake in the day and not be miserable helps. Um, I think her husband also has some problems, too, that he hasn't gotten taken care of. One, because he's just busy. And two, uh, it's expensive. And he is right. Uh, medical care in the United States is incredibly expensive because it's inflated. A lot of those costs aren't real. But whatever. we can't. I can't fix that. But I could alleviate it on their end. 
that would make things a lot easier. As for my dad, he doesn't really need the 150000 but it would square us away. And maybe it would repair things. Maybe it would help alleviate the tension between us. Maybe it would lead him to be, be a better man, a better father. I don't know. Probably not. But at least I wouldn't feel guilty about anything anymore. Uh, and I don't think he's going to turn down a $100,000 check. $150,000 check. Um, I know I wouldn't. I don't know what he would do with the money. I don't care. <laughs> um, but I'm sure it would serve him well. And it probably help his company, help my brother, uh, vice versa, and my nieces and nephews. Uh, let's see. What does that leave me with? Let's see. I said... So that's five hundred seven million five hundred eighty thousand and two hundred six dollars left. Ow! I just kicked shit out of my mic. Let's see. So it's five oh seven five eight oh two oh six. Let's give a hundred thousand to my sister and a hundred thousand to my brother. Just cause they could use it. Uh, Candy probably would just sock it away and they'd never see anything. Uh, Clint could definitely use it. He's doing pretty well right now, but he's got uh, a daughter with some health issues. And uh, that would just make it easier. Put a dent in it. Everything helps. And $100,000 isn't like a, you know, it's not a, it ain't ain't exactly a small drip in the bucket. That That would absolutely help. And, you know, get some things for her, for him, you know, whatever. It could... It, anyway, it makes it easier. $100,000 that you didn't have to work for. Um, being honest, $100,000 you do have to work for is pretty good. Uh, I, I wish I could make $100,000, but $100,000 that just that just shows up is also great. Uh, you could use it. And it's not, over, it's not over the course of a year either. It would be, here's a check. Uh, and then I would give $100,000 to my grandmother and $100,000 to my Papa Carter. I only have two living grandparents, one on my mom's side, one on my dad's side. Um, and assuming they would be alive if I ever got this money, um, they would get the $100,000. Otherwise, uh, I don't know. I guess Candy Clint get two hundred grand. Uh, <laughs> it leaves me with $507,180,206. ,000 I don't know if you realize this, but I've given away a lot of money. And I've consistently stayed at $507 million. That's going to stay like that for a while. It's going to be staying at $500 million for a while. uh, Because it is really hard. And I'm not trying. I wasn't trying to do it either. I was trying to spread it out a little bit so I could give a lot to people. But I wasn't trying to to, uh, penny pinch. I was giving people a lot of money. And I want it to be enough uh, enough of a sum that it could be life-changing. Um, but I wanted it, I didn't want to just be like, here, here, take 50 million. I didn't want, I didn't want to do that. Not only because they may not need it and I could put it somewhere else where, or put it somewhere else like a school or a charity, but just because, you know, I didn't think they necessarily needed it, um, or know what to do with it. Because by the time I get to any of this, I don't know what I would do with the money that I have left over. Um, but yeah. So let's go $50,000 to each of my mom's brothers. Kind of just cause. 
That equals about $200,000, uh, $50,000 to my dad's sister. Be two hundred fifty in total, so all my aunts and uncles are taken care of. That's $506,930,206 left. Uh, $25,000 to each of my first cousins. I got six of them, so $150,000 in total. It's $506,780,206 left. Yeah, like I said, I just gave a bunch of money to a bunch of people, and we're still at $500 million. So I decided to kick it up a notch. I'm $1 million to Joe's parents. $505,780,206 left. Another million dollars to Joe's parents, but this is for a different cause. This would be to cover any legal fees, immigration fees, anything that comes up. The first million is just, here's a million dollars, have fun. And the other one is, here's a million dollars, do some serious stuff with. I think that's fair. Um, I'm sure they would just do serious stuff with the first million dollars, but I wanted them to not have to worry about that. So first million dollars, go buy a new house, have some fun, get some new cars, do all that. And the second one, do all the really scary stuff that you usually can't do. Like, I don't know, go to the hospital. <laughs> no one go to the hospital these days about worrying about it bankrupting them. Well, if you got a million dollars laying around, you might have to worry about that. Depends on what you have to do, though. I've seen some of those bills. Um, but I'm scared to get a checkup at the doctor. Um, a million dollars, you won't have to worry about that. So two million dollars to them. I don't know. I guess call it a dowry. It's five hundred four million seven hundred eighty thousand two hundred six dollars left. Uh, this is where I kind of get weird and was like, just take out two hundred million dollars for personal money, and I will divvy it up later. Uh, yeah, I kind of did that just to make it faster, but I also wanted to save that stuff to the end because it was going to be personal stuff that I was going to do over time, and I hadn't really figured out what I was going to do yet. Uh, anyway, that leaves me with $304,780,206. That is still so much money. So, I decided to give $10 million to a bunch of charities. $10 million each. $10 million to 10 charities. It's going get, to get rid of $100 million really quick. Um, and charities that deserved it. So, I went to, I think, like Charity Watch, give me the best charities, and just went down the top 10. These won't be the only charities I would donate to. Uh, these were just like 10 right off the board that I could get over with um, and and fund them and really help a lot of people. So it would be $10 million to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund, uh, the National Urban League, the Trevor Project, Habitat for Humanity, Boys and Girls Club, uh, Elizabeth Glazer Pediatric AIDS Foundation, Foundation for AIDS Research, American Indian College Fund, Native American Rights Club, an American Humane Society. It's a hundred million dollars in total, ten million each. It leaves me two hundred four million dollar, you know, whatever, two hundred four million dollars left, just about, almost two hundred five million dollars. So then I decided, you know what could use a lot, a lot of help. My school, <laughs> uh, my school, even though it had a recent renovation, is still. Not the best looking school. The facilities still aren't the best. And even though it's a small town, a very small town, uh, the kids who go there still deserve a good experience, still deserve a good education, uh, and still deserve to be educated on a multitude of things. I still don't think they have a lot of electives that kids want. When I was there, we had no tech whatsoever. Uh, theater was kind of bad because uh, once our one of our directors left, 
my main director left um, to take a better job. I don't blame him for that. Um, the new director wasn't as good, and then the budget was kind of bad, and then it just wasn't great. And we didn't have a theater to begin with. We had a theater department, but it was we we didn't have a stage or anything to perform, so we always have to go to like a church or something like that to perform, which was kind of interesting when we performed some place that shouldn't really be done in church. That was fun. Uh, we did a play with a bunch of abortion jokes. That was great. That was fun to do in the Catholic Church. Uh, <laughs> that was received well, though. I don't, I don't know. Stranger things have happened. But yeah. Uh, but we didn't have a theater, period. Uh, what our theater department was is where the theater class was held and where we did all of our practices and stuff. It was half of the band hall. So half the band hall and the biggest part of the band hall was dedicated to, you guessed it, the band, and the other half, or actually not half, it was like a quarter, was the theater. And it used to, at one point in time, be all of the band hall. But then they made it like the Performing Arts Center. Except you would never go there to see any art being performed. That's where we practice. Um, I guess the band performs on the field. They didn't have a place to perform either. But it was mainly a band hall. And the building was called the band hall until they just decided to call it the Performing Arts Center. So because of that, I decided to give $10 million to Lexington ISD. Uh, this would be a general donation, meaning they could do whatever they want with it. Then $5 million to the athletic department for the purpose of renovating facilities and a new field. Um, they might need a little bit more depending on what they do. I say use your money wisely. Uh, you get a lot of money, a stupid amount of money from that football program. Use $5 million? I, come on. I'm not saying get, make it the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Just a better field. Get rid of the big old crown in the middle of it. The kids deserve it. Maybe make the stands better. Um, finally got a new press box. That only took 40 years. Um, then, uh, see, $5 million for the arts, specifically theater. His band kind of already gets a bunch of money, uh, but theater doesn't. Uh, at least not enough to actually do anything worthwhile. Um, or teach a lot of the kids about about real theater. See, uh, we were we were always good at performing, but we didn't learn a lot about how theater worked because there's only so much you can talk about. Um, I didn't learn any a lot of the stuff about how a theater actually works, how a production is put on with lighting and curtains and all that until I got to college where we had a real theater. But in other high schools, they had an actual theater, and they taught people how to run the flies and, and whatnot. So it was a completely different experience. But you can't teach people that without having the facilities. So $5 million for a theater building, complete with stage, lights, etc. Um, that may not be enough, but I'm kind of hoping it is. They don't need to have the biggest building in the world. It's Lexington. There's 1,100 people there in total in the town. So I think they can do they could do with a smaller theater, but it should be big enough to have performances. Um, Cameron has a nice theater, um, but that five million would be strictly for that, and that would be lights and whatever. You could easily spend that five million dollars, um, but they can make themselves a small theater, uh, deserving of that, and that would probably probably get a lot more people interested in doing theater if it wasn't just a classroom that was being shared. You know, it's it's 
kind of not really supposed to be there. I mean, they did put in a wall, but it's it's obviously an add-on. It did. It wasn't right. <laughs> it just wasn't right. Also, they, we, there were still band lockers in our uh, in our classroom, so that was that was fun. But yeah, and then uh, another five million dollars to renovate and expand the current band hall. So once the theater people leave, um, we don't need that space to hold anything. Basically, just knock down that wall and go. Maybe make it make the building a little bit bigger. Do whatever. You know, use that five five million dollars however you want. Uh, buy a bunch of instruments. Make the facilities better, whatever. They don't need a brand new building, but they probably renovate it and make it bigger um, and invest a lot into the uh, the actual instruments and the, and the kids themselves. So after that, it would be, yeah, basically anything left over to be used for better the music department. It's $30 million in total. I have $174,780,206 left. So I just gave $30 million and I'm still a multi, multi, well, I would still multi-millionaire because that 200 million, but I still have $174 million left. So $2 million to Blinn College Theater, and then $2 million to Blinn College itself. That leaves me $170 million left. Uh, I was where I went to college. Theater department's great. College, everything but the administration was great because the administration was terrible at their job. Um, and they could use the money. Maybe, I don't know, get an actual football field and not use the high schools because uh, they have one of the best football programs in the country. That's not an exaggeration. Uh, in terms of junior college football, Blinn College is great. They're really, really good. They're, they're great at everything except the administration. It just takes forever to get anything done. Uh, it doesn't even matter if you have all your paperwork together. You're going to be waiting hours. But yeah, so $2 million to the theater because... They could use it, and they would actually use it well. And two million to the college. Don't know what they would use it for. Um, and they probably won't use it well. <laughs> Ten million dollars to Taylor High School. Heavy emphasis on theater. Now, why am I giving to Taylor? That's where my director went. I don't know if he's still there. If he is, and they get ten million dollars. If not, I'm gonna have to give ten million somewhere else. But figured they could use it just to be fair. Uh, at least with 160 million. Then I would give thirty thousand to Mr. Boyer, the director himself. Um, actually, thirty thousand two hundred six because I wanted to get rid of that two hundred six. Uh, just because I want to show how thankful I was for introducing me to theater and getting me on that on that path. Hasn't really served me well after college, but that's because the world's terrible. <laughs> but it did uh, it did show me what I wanted to do and show a talent that I never knew that I had. I never would have known that had a had I not met him. He was a great teacher, too. I'm sure he would figure out something to do with that $10 million. Also, the the 30000 that would be just a donation to him. Then 30000 to each, or each to uh, Mr. Neese, Mr. Patrick, and Mrs. Patrick. Those were my theater directors in college, and they could all use it. That's just a little thank you. $30,000 is nothing to shy away from or to... I keep, I'm, I'm missing my, like, phrases today. Or nothing to sneeze at or whatever. They they would accept that and they could use it uh, to do whatever. I don't know. He'll probably buy himself another scooter. He likes scooter. He might go with a motorcycle this time. But he did have to get, like, the most expensive scooter in the world. It wasn't expensive. I mean, it's nice. And, you know, 30, 30 grand gets you, get you something pretty nice. 
Uh, all that spending that I just did in the last few pages is like 120,206 in total. Uh, and it leaves me with 160,666,000 left. All that money, and we're not even close to zero. So then I came up with another idea a $50 million college fund for Lexington Independent School District. Um, this would be used to fund four year tuition, books, room and board anything, whatever, for any student to any university for as many students and for, and as, for as long as the money lasts. It's a lot of students who get to go to college. College is expensive, but $50 million, that can send a lot of people to college. And maybe the student doesn't want all of it. Maybe they only want certain amounts of it or this or that. It's all up to them. Uh, if I would do this, I would try to make it legally binding that the school couldn't touch the money. I do not trust Lexington ISD to do anything just like with all those other donations, I had like, I had a, uh, I had things that they had to use it for. This would be the same thing. Uh, they could not touch it. All they could do is grant it. And with fifty million dollars, I don't know why you wouldn't just give it out to everybody. It would be quite a few years before they were able to clear it. Um, fifty million dollars to any student, to any university. Tuition, room, board, books. Books is where to get you. You'll spend like a million dollars in books. <laughs> Then, then, uh, then you'll sell it back to them for twenty bucks. Uh, that is a racket. That is, that is the worst thing ever. It's a fifty million dollar college fund. A lot of kids in Lexington. Um, it's a, it's a weird thing. They either have a lot of money or they have no money. That, that's it. Uh, everyone was fighting for scholarships, including the kids that had all the money, which bothered me. I th- I would think, man, if my parents are gazillionaires. Why? Uh, my dad ended up paying for my college, though he, he made me go to like the cheapest one. Um, and I was very thankful for that, even though I dropped out. Still thankful I went because I met my lovely wife, so it was all worth it. Uh, had things gone uh, had gone uh, better, I probably would have graduated and went to a, another university and everything would have worked out. That didn't happen, but that's okay. I guess, I don't know. Um, but... I always talk about my dad having money. No, some of these kids, they no, they had like we could buy the town kind of money. I don't know why they were fighting for scholarships. That made no sense to me. Your dad has like thirty million dollars. Shut up, and go to college. Like I don't. There's kids who could barely afford lunch at school. Like that, they needed scholarships or they weren't gonna go anywhere. So a fifty million million dollar college fund strictly for them. And then once it's in their hands, they can do whatever they want with it. I don't care. Maybe they decide not to go to college. Well, you beat the system. Congratulations. I don't care. Um, that would work. And it, 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 I want it to be enough money that it's not just, well, you can pay for tuition, but you can't pay for anything else, and you're, you're kind of screwed. No, it's going to be enough money per student that they get to have the full college experience without having to worry about anything. And not having to worry about paying for stuff or eating for that matter makes it a whole lot easier to actually concentrate on studying otherwise it's a nightmare uh <laughs> it was kind of a nightmare but yeah i would do that uh but yeah only the school could the school can only grant it they can't touch it cuz i know they would use that 50 million dollars somewhere else it would mysteriously disappear despite no one going to college but that would really benefit those kids uh that would that would turn Lexington around. 
Uh, there's so many who wanted to go but couldn't. So many that thought that they didn't have a choice or, or didn't have a chance, so they didn't try. Uh, that would that would absolutely do it. Um, that would help a lot of people. I could even set up in a way to make it a bit of a competition. Um, some get full rides, some get partial scholarships, and, and so on and so forth. Uh, not like the top two get full rides. It'd be like the top 10 or top 15. But since, since the classes are only like 50, 60 people, I don't know. Maybe I could just do it where, hey, you graduate, you and you want to go to college, there you go, here's money. And it lasts for like, I don't know, 50 years until <laughs> the money runs out. That's 50 years worth of students. That's a lot of that's a lot of people getting to go to college, getting the chance that they may not get. So yes, that would that would uh that would benefit them immensely. It's 110 million left. Then I would get thirty thousand dollars to Miss Hinks, uh, because she was my English teacher, and I deserve I think she deserves a little kickback. And then thirty grand to Mr. Church. That is actually my buddy who's theater director now. Figure, man, eh, might as well. He'd use it. He would already be happy about what would happen to the theater department. But uh, yeah, give him thirty grand. I don't know what he'd spend it on. I don't know. Probably fantasy football. Um, I guess he couldn't spend that on, spend it on that right now. But uh, man, he we got into it. I didn't. I can never get into fantasy football. But I like listening to him because he got into that and fantasy baseball. He got all into it. He's a guy you wouldn't think was real into sports. That's what people ha- thought about him. No, he loved sports, man. He was real into it. Hated all the teams I liked, though. That little. <laughs> hated the Cowboys. I, I don't know why. But he had a lot of their players on his fantasy team, and I was like, okay, something something don't add up here. Can't be stealing all our players, not like the team. Uh, he did like the Astros, though. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, that would benefit them. Altogether, that leaves me around 110600000 left. So then I would give... I had the idea. I was like, okay, I'm give another $5 million to Lexington ISD for the purposes of building a tech AV department. Uh, this is going to be a bit of a broad, broad, t- uh, a broad donation. Uh, so teaching people video editing, content creation, general tech, uh, building computers, game design, all of that. We had nothing like that. Nothing like that. Uh, the closest we got was a Photoshop class. That was it. And it wasn't strictly for Photoshop. That was just one of the things that they taught us in this computer class in a year. Uh, but a, a tech class, an AV club, that would... There's a lot of kids interested in that stuff. Um, they would learn. They would love to learn how to actually build a computer. It would build so many. It would get a lot of engineers uh, started early. And it would benefit a lot of people. There was nothing like... I mean, maybe it exists now... I doubt it, but there was nothing like that. But that five million would also be allotted to extracurricular extracurriculars and clubs after school. Um, they didn't want to just limit it to like one class, so the clubs could be done by anybody, um, and that would benefit a lot of people. So I've given a lot of money to Lexington, to the Lexington uh, school district. About to give another huge sum of money to Lexington. So $25 million to the city of Lexington for the purpose to build an actually usable community center. We kind of have a community center, but it's just a building that we sometimes use. It's not something that's active all the time. Then we have the park building, which is 
like never used except for sometimes people have weddings there because they can do it real cheap and it's a big building like i get it and then like prom that's it um but have an actual community center so it would be a safe place for people of all ages but especially kids um throughout all the grades to go hang out there's not a lot to do in lexington and when you get bored you do stupid stuff that and when you want to go actually go do something you got to drive like an hour away to go do it if we had a real deal community center that where you could watch movies play video games just hang out it would be like a part of it was like a gym or whatever if it was it's the only thing in town everybody would hang out there everybody would because it'd be it'd be fun probably it'd also be the only place with decent internet um why not i mean instead of having to go to someone's house and worry about messing up their stuff or worrying about their parents or your parents or whatever, just go, let's go to the, let's go to the community center and play Halo. Let's go play some basketball. Let's go do this or whatever. That's what that should be. A lot of cities have these. Uh, a lot of small towns have these and Lexington does not. And I think that would benefit the community as a whole. So yeah, is $25 million necessary? Yeah, it is. Uh, not only is the building going to be expensive, but the fact of the matter is, is I want them to get it right, and I know they would mess up and just be over budget or some something. Just something. Uh, and I want to make sure they get everything right. It's actually a big enough building and a really good place, and people can get to it. If they don't put it like three miles out in the country, uh, I kind of hope they put it right next to the school. They can walk to it, and that would be great. Everybody just hang out there. Um, there are some churches that have places like this, um, but that's a church setting. Not everybody likes to go to someone else's church and or to church at all. But if you just go to a neutral, a neutral zone, the community center, that would be great. Um, and honestly, it wouldn't be that expensive to build. It's all the upkeep. But yeah, twenty-five million dollars. That's a big enough number that if I attached to it and said build this, the city would do it. Especially after I just rebuilt their entire school and gave them a football field, they would kind of just owe me at that point in time. I gave them like, oh yeah, and a $50 million college fund. I gave Lexington like $100 million. Um, they better build a statue. Uh, so, how much money do I have after that? It's about $80,600,000 left. So we took a big chunk off of there, but it's still $80 million. So $600,000 to be split between all places of worship in Lexington except for Faith Temple because they already got $300,000. Now, it's probably not going to be a lot once it's split up, but I want to make sure they get something. Um, Also, maybe one of the churches that gets one of my big donations will be be in Lexington. I don't know, and I kind of doubt it, but if they do, then they're not going to get part of that $600,000. But it goes to the rest of them because to be fair and to give them a jump start and to just help help the communities uh, within them. Um, I believe that's a good thing. And that gives me $80 million left. So what did I do with that $80 million? I decided to give it all away in one big lump sum. So that $80 million, this is going to be kind of hard to pull off, will be used to build, expand, and refurbish, refurbish current homeless shelters, kitchens, and etc., in Austin, Texas. This kind of go along with my $1 billion that I gave away earlier. The idea is to fortify that network. So that second idea, I already gave $500 million. This is just 80 on top of that. Just to make the current shelters better, maybe rebuild uh, them, remodel them, and then build other shelters 
on top of the money they already gave him. Basically just completely rejuvenate Austin. Uh, this would also be an influx in cash with that 500 now $580 million into the community as a whole. So the impoverished areas, not just the homeless. This could benefit all kinds of people, probably more than half of the city. Well, it would be the whole city of Austin, but the people who would who really need it would be more than half the city. Not just the gentrified white parts that you see. Um, it would it would turn the city around in a in a huge direction. Not that it's going anywhere bad, except for the gentrification thing. Um, it's not Waco, but it's it's everybody needs help. I love Austin. It might be my favorite city in the state. Uh, I like Houston too. It just floods constantly. Uh, but it would that uh, that would absolutely help. That would absolutely help. And now that I just said floods, I just thought of another thing. Well, that's going to help me get rid of some money later. But I've gotten rid of all that money, and I still have $200 million left over uh, in personal money. Now, what am I going to do with that? Oh, okay, this is going to get fun because I couldn't figure that out. See, $200 million would equal about $2 million a year for 100 years. It's a lifetime. $2 million a year is more than I need. I don't know how I, I don't know how I would spend that money, nor do I need to spend that money. So I figured let's take fifty million out, which leaves me with one hundred fifty million left. Twenty five million goes into a regular checking account, regular no interest added or whatever. Regular checking account. I probably would spread it amongst a bunch of different checking accounts just in case something terrible happens. Uh, but that would leave you around, or that would equal about five hundred thousand a year for fifty years. Or two hundred fifty thousand a year for a hundred years. That's more enough to live on. That's not interest. That's just what you have if you just divvied it up. That's how much twenty five million dollars is. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars is more than enough to live off of. Um, in most places. Uh, in Texas at least. Um, it's a lot better than what we're making now. It's about what two hundred twenty thousand dollars more. Uh, but yeah, that that would be more than enough. Uh, and that's just the $25 million, not counting the like $175 million that I haven't talked about yet. Um, then take the other $25 million, I'm going to put that into a corporate bond at about 5% interest. Uh, we use the interest plus the other money to invest in people, startup, ministries, etc. Uh, also benefit disaster funds and disaster relief uh, for the hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes, anything that happens in the, in the nation and around the world to help benefit those people. Um, so I have $150 million left. That would not be the only place I'd get that money since I'm going to have more money left over. Um, I would also donate and help people whenever I could all the time from the money that I also have my, in the personal checking account as well as off the interest and everything else. Um, that's just to have something constantly making money that I could draw off of to make big investments in people. Um, so like someone wants to start a company that I believe in. Oh, here you go. I don't care if it makes money or not. That's not the purpose. It's to help them. Well, they want to make a movie. or want to do this. Oh, they need to build a house. Okay, here you go. Build your house. Oh, you need to buy a car. Here you go. All of that. And 5% interest, $25 million of 5% interest. Yeah, uh, I would I would be real hard-pressed to screw that up and lose it all. So, um, but yeah, so I have $150 million left. So then put $50 million into a saving account. Uh, this would be for my children. That I don't have yet. I don't know how many children's, children's, how many kids I'm gonna have, um, or if I 
will be able to have any for whatever reason. Just don't know. Not in that future yet. But I don't want to just not put stuff away. So $50 million gives me, man, that's, that's more than most people have. $50 million is a pretty good buffer. And this isn't just, just, this isn't just a college fund. In theory, this would be divided amongst them equally. So if it's five kids, it's $10 million a piece. Um, that's the theory. Probably not going to have five kids. Three sounds like a good number. I don't know. Uh, but it would cover their college. But also, it's like, here's your college money, pay for college. And then here is, like I said, if it was five, it would be $10 million. That's to make sure you don't have to worry about anything. That's your jump start. You want to do a startup, make a company, whatever. You just want to hang around, do whatever. You want to go help people yourself. You want to start a ministry. You want to be a streamer. I don't care. You got $10 million. So, you don't have to worry about anything. But since you've been blessed, make sure you bless other people. And then they would go do that. And hopefully, them being my kids, they would go do that. Um, and I don't want them to have to worry about anything. That's not spoiling them. That is giving them the ability to bless others. I'm not going to leave them out there on their own and be like, oh, you got to earn everything by yourself. Because if they're anything like me, they would know that's stupid. Um, what would they have to prove? They don't need to prove anything. They just want to live. And they, they're they driven by helping people. So they would work nonstop, probably work themselves to death to help people, even and, and do it for free. They wouldn't have to be doing it for money because they wouldn't care about the money because they would have the money. Helping people is not about the money. It's about helping people. That's the purpose. And they would do that. But the money means that they don't have to worry about anything. It means they can help more people. And then not have to worry about that. And then not have to worry about their families and so on and so forth. And then when I die, and we die, and whatever, they get the inheritance. Um, but they probably wouldn't be too concerned because they would be rich already. And if I raise them right, they would know to use that, that money. And not to just save it and throw it away and be greedy, but to actually use it and help people. And then not to worry if they spend it all because I would still be incredibly rich. <laughs> I was... I try to figure out ways other than just giving it all away and just saying, here, take it all. That would take me down to zero, and I couldn't really think of it. And I didn't want to go down to zero because then I can't help people anymore. Also, I'd have to go back to work, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> if I'm blessed with $4 billion, I don't want to have to work a job at 11, for $11.50 an hour. I would do with the things that I want to do, things that I love, and be able to uh, fund my dreams, also get a decent night's sleep. That would help be able to keep things clean, get a good house, stuff like that. But yeah, the $50 million in the savings account, this would just be like a regular bank account, so it's not going to be a regular savings account at a bank, so it's not going to be something with like a high yield or any of that. Just your regular. It would add some money by the time they graduate, but that's not the point of it. Just put it in a savings account just so it'll add something, just in case we have like 10 kids or whatever, but it's not. that's not the purpose. Um... Yeah, I got $100 million left now. So then $10 million going directly to Joe to do whatever she wants to do with. Go back to college, start our own company, do whatever. That's her money. And if she runs out, it doesn't matter because we're still married and she gets the rest of it. But that is strictly for her to do whatever she needs to do. Also, maybe settle some legal fees and, and whatever. But that is to her that I have no say in that money because I don't care if she runs out or spends it all or makes some bad decisions because it won't matter. Because that's how much freaking money this is that, oh, you lost $10 million? Who cares? 
that's how much money we're talking about here. And I would still have $90 million left. Um, so $100,000 to friends, at least 10 of them. So around a million dollars. I don't know who these friends would be, but just given to people. Um, I know, I do know some people who could use it. It could get them out of really, really terrible situations. That $100,000 is, I don't want to give them enough just to get out and then put them out in the world and they can't do anything. No, that is enough to get them out of these bad situations, find somewhere else to live, stay there and start a new life because that's what they would need. Um, a hundred thousand dollars is, is enough to do that. Um, still have $89 million left. <laughs> okay. So then I would set aside $10 million, um, for house vehicles and other things. Now, $10 million is a lot for a house, a lot, but don't worry. I'm not buying a $10 million house. This is, this is, Strictly like this is the house account, and that is for buying a house or building a house, the land, the permits, everything. Um, also, furnishing the house, making sure everything's right. I'm definitely going to make sure it has hurricane straps on it, whatever, for tornadoes. Um, they're just called hurricane straps, but just one strap can double the resist the wind resistance of a house. Uh, most houses are only rated for about 96 miles an hour which is stupid when we live in the state of tornadoes that pretty regularly get over 96 miles an hour. Uh, that's not even that strong of a tornado. That will blow your house down. A hurricane strap doubles that. Now it's, uh, what, 192 miles an hour. It has to be above that before it knocks it down. But yeah, um, just everything. Furnishing it, everything probably won't come close to $10 million, especially if I'm the one doing it. Um, it won't. If we build it, I'm going to pay my workers generously, but no, $10 million, you could almost build it out of gold and it's not going to cost that much. Um, there's no reason for it to cost that much and I'm not going to live in a mansion. Don't need it. But what I would like is a five-bedroom house. And the reason for five bedrooms is one for us, uh, an office, and then three rooms for possible children. Or just two rooms for kids, and then Joe also gets to have an office. But five bedrooms, I figure, is a pretty good, pretty good, uh, uh, pretty good size. Uh, just because, I mean, you don't know how many kids you're gonna have. Plus, I want an office. I want to be able to separate myself, so I'm not just yelling into the kitchen. We live in a house that has one room, and I mean literally one room. The kitchen and the bedroom are separated by a wall, but there's no real door. That's it. Now, granted, it being a real small house, it does have one of the biggest kitchens I've ever seen. Its kitchen is huge, which thank the Lord. We went from having no kitchen space to having all of it, which I'm very thankful for. Uh, but then it's just that in the bedroom, which isn't really a room, as I said. It's separated by a partial wall. I don't know. We would, we would be hard-pressed to figure out what to do with five rooms. But if I also had all this money that I had and was going to keep making we'd probably start working on children because then we wouldn't have to worry about anything um we could we knew we would know we could take care of them um as i would like i said two hundred fifty thousand dollars which is the 25 million it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year for 100 years or five hundred thousand dollars a year for 50 yeah that, that that's enough money to raise some kids and pay off like all your bills you'd be good um 
that on top of all the other money that I have. Um, but yeah, I need to cover permits or we do a remodel or, or, or whatever. Uh, that $10 million would strictly be for that. It's also going to be for vehicles um, and everything else uh, and the lawn and everything. And that money wouldn't, the hope isn't to spend it all at once. That would be for the house always. So if something breaks in the house, we go to the house account. The car breaks, we go to we go to the house account. All of that that when they new TV, go to the house account. That's all of that account. So we just don't have to worry about it. Uh, so the money that we are making and or off of interest and what and whatnot, we can be used to help people and and ministries and uh, startups, businesses, anything. Um, that would be used for that. Um, it'd also just be easier to track how much money we're spending for taxes. So when I get to claim all this as a home office, um, that would be the easiest thing. And after all of that, though, because I, I don't think there, it would be impossible. I don't know how I would get to $10 million unless I just bought a $10 million house. I don't know if there's a $10 million house in Austin. It probably is, but it's probably some. it's probably stupid and I don't need it. Um, probably hanging off one of those stupid stupid cliff edges. But after that, I will be left with $79 million. And at this time, I'm kind of burned out. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to leave that and put it into another savings account. Just another regular savings account. And that will also be used um, to, to help people and provide for those who need help. Um, it'll be investments. Uh for businesses and what and whatnot, so friends or people or I see something on like I'm scrolling on Twitter. Oh no, I I need this. We need like a million dollars or we're gonna die. And then I would just be like, donate one million. I have seventy nine million dollars in this. That would be that. That would be the big thing account. And, and I, so many people I could help with that, and all of that. And then I, I probably, I keep them. All, it's good to have them all in separate. I probably I'm gonna have like a hundred different bank accounts because you're not supposed to put so much money. Because it's only insured up to like what a two hundred fifty thousand dollars something like that, um, and I wouldn't be in making investments into big companies. Like I'm not gonna go buy a bunch of Amazon stock. I would go. It, it'd be startups that I know, startups I believe in, and the objective wouldn't be to make money. It would be to give them the money to complete their dream, to complete their mission. Some guy has a really great idea for a movie. He's like, man, if I only had the money, and I'm like, well, how much would you need? What would what, what, what be like your bare minimum? What would you think can make your dream come true? And he'd be like, man, I don't know, $5 million would be great, and I would I'd be finishing writing the final zeros and give him the check. That's what that account would be. Um, going around helping people. I would be out there looking. When I wasn't making stuff, I would be out there looking for people to help. Going out and buying people's groceries, all of that. That would be my mission. The Lord blessed me with that amount of money. I don't know how, I don't know how you can be blessed with that amount of money, and not do that. It perplexes me. I'm doing that when I don't have money. I don't understand how you can do that when you have it. I have so much money. I went through almost every way that I could, thinking of trying to be reasonable about it, and to spend all this money or get to where I had very little left, or had just. The idea was to spend it all. And I guess I still could. I could donate to more charities. Probably would. Um, but just have the living off of interest. That's what my goal was to have. The only thing I had left was the interest. After getting the house and everything and getting all fixed up. 
that I would just be living off the interest <clears throat> very comfortably, but not insane. And I couldn't even do that. That's how much $4 billion is. Think about all these people who have a lot more, especially in assets. How many people they could be helping? So, well, then why should they help people? If you're a Christian, you should never ask that question because you should know. Why did the Son of God have to die on the cross? Well, he had to. If he didn't, we'd all be doomed to go to hell, right? He died to save us. Yeah, why did he have to do it? Boy, he did it to save us. No, 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 you misunderstand. Why did he have to do it? I understand why, because he had to, he had to sacrifice himself to save us, but why? Well, that wasn't his responsibility. We made those bad decisions. Why did he have to save us? It wasn't his job. Every time you ask yourself, why, why, why do I have to do this? Or why, do, why should these people with this money have to do that? Why do they have to take care of people? Then ask, then ask the same question to Christ. If you're a Christian. If you're not a Christian, then whatever. You just suck. I can't. You just, you're just selfish. And I don't be selfish. But if you are and you ask that question, I don't understand how you can. Because if Jesus did that, you'd be screwed. We'd all be screwed. You better thank him each and every night that he did. Because to some of these people, that's the only way you're going to make the gates. Well, to all of us, that's not the only way you're going to make the gates. But you're definitely getting close. <laughs> you're, you're, and he's going to let you know. And tells us they're going to let us know. You wouldn't have made it for, because of all these reasons. But because of one reason, you are. And... I just don't understand how these people can be blessed with so much wealth and not do anything with it except make themselves richer. It's like they're not even trying to get richer and they are and they are and they are and I would just be constantly giving it away. And I wouldn't be telling anybody about it unless I had to. Like with some of these donations, like with the church one, I think I would have to make like a, I don't know, a, a press conference, you know, church, church battle royale to figure out who could be the best ones to get it because I... I that's a lot of research I'd have to do. Then again, I'd have $4 billion. I think I could I could do the research. But it's... I just don't understand. That's with $4 billion. That's a lot of money. But there are so many billionaires who have so much more than that. And I'm, and I'm not even asking them to give all of their money away. I'm not asking what Christ asked, which is to sell all your stuff and follow me. I'm saying... You could do so much more. Why aren't you? You could do all this and still still run your company. You could do all this and still be one of the richest people in the world. You could do all this and never have to worry about money ever again. So why aren't you? I don't understand it. I don't understand. When you live on so little and are able to make it work your dreams are usually man if only we had this and it's I don't that's how this got started I was thinking about dreams and I was like my dreams aren't dreaming of being a billionaire being the richest person in the world being the most famous or any of that my my dreams 
usually are, I just want to make a living do what I love, doing what I love. a year, which isn't really much, but if I could do it, that would be great. It's more than what I'm making now. I don't love what I do, but that would be fantastic to make a living. That's my dream, just just to do that, because I always thought it was selfish to want more than that, to pray for more than that, and then I realized that, I realized today that it was selfish to, to not and the reason being is because to pray, to ask, to want for that, for the right reasons, by the way, um, knowing the person I am, to want less, to pray for less is not a good thing. Because the type of person I am is someone who will do whatever they can to help people. And to pray for less, to hope for less, to just go, ah, if I could just get by, that would be it, is not, is not good. Because then I can't help people. I can't help as many people as I want to. So now my dreams do include the fame and the fortune, not because I want the fame and the fortune, because the amount of people I could help with that is probably immeasurable. Um, I don't necessarily need the fame. I don't know if I want it, um, but the fortune... And I would be doing everything I could do to get rid of it, and it probably would get double back. So I'd get rid of $4 billion, and the next year I'd have $8 billion somehow. And then get rid of that and then have $16 billion. And just get back and forth, back and forth, back and forth like Job, uh, because I want to help people. I would be like, here's what I need to survive, and then here's, okay, and I need this much more to have all the wants, and then provide for my family and the kids and everything, and then I don't need any more. And the $25 million... That $25 million that I got, I, I thought about, I wasn't even saying, oh, I got $25 million, I could buy like Ferraris and Lambos and all this and blah, blah, and live this high-class lifestyle. I literally first thought was, okay, what could I break this up into and how many years would it last me? It is to see how long it would last. And I was like, $250,000, 100 years, it's an entire lifetime. There you go. And I'm thinking living like, I'm thinking $250,000 a year is like living like a king. And then I realized... That's not how most people would treat that. They would just say, oh, I got $25 million. When I say, oh, I got $250,000 a year. There you go. That's that's more than livable. I could live off a lot less than that. But $250,000 makes it real comfortable, and then you got some pocket money in this to make it last. And then, then I realized, oh, wait, I have also have like $175 million more. I probably should do something with that. I would start entire production companies. To fund people's scripts and ideas, to fund the arts, to fund all these people. I'd, I'd fund so many different ministries and churches. I'd, I'd, I'd fund just people in general. I believe I can make this state better, this country better, with just $4 billion. It wouldn't, it's not just about the people that it helps directly. And it is, but then the shockwave that that would have. Because then, as I said, I'd probably get more money, and then I would spend all that money back, put it right back in the community. So then it's like, okay, let's, okay, we did Travis County, let's move on to the next county and go on and so forth. No, I got all the counties in Texas. Okay, let's go state by state. Oh, I got all the states. Okay, let's go country by country. And I got all the countries. Oh, well, there's no more homeless people. <laughs> it's, it's That's how that would work. Um, that probably would take longer than I would be alive. But 
and that would be just with one man. And I don't understand how you can be so greedy. You could live in the best house in the world. You could have everything you could ever want. And still, you have all these things. Don't have to worry about paying for anything. What do you need all the money for? The company itself makes the money, so you don't need to have that there. So then, my and I'm not saying don't have like a rainy day fund or something like that. But then you have all this money sitting here. What do you need it for? Why not go help people? And for those who are doing it secret and we don't know about it, good. That's technically what you're supposed to do. That's okay. But for those who are doing nothing or who only donate just to say that they donated something or to get the tax break, good that you donated. That money's still going to help people, but why aren't you doing more? The strong exist to take care of the weak. It is not the duty of the weak to take care of themselves. It is the responsibility of the blessed to bless others. I don't I don't understand. I just don't understand. And I guess I never will. And I don't think I want to. Because if I understand it, then maybe I'll become one of them and I don't want to. I want to always be there. I want to be the person that if for whatever reason I was blessed with wealth I would do nothing but try to get rid of it in order to help people. What does wealth do for one person? Nothing. But think about what it could do for hundreds, for thousands, for millions. That's what I think about. Because I could I, I could help these this countless amount of people and still live like a king. And I wouldn't want to live like a king. I just want to live within the... I, I just want to be able to play some video games and watch some movies and have a house that's not falling apart. Be able to close my front door. Have kids and not worry about them getting sick and not being able to pay for it. And you can do all that for a lot less than $4 billion. And yet there are these people that have all of that and help no one. They don't even want to pay their employees. And I don't understand it. I don't understand that type of greed. And I never will. So this is a little thought experiment. The whole point of this, um, which is why it's going on both the podcasts, um, I have to edit some stuff out because I, I, I cursed a few times. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, it just happens. I get a little bit into it. Uh, well, I hit my foot. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I may edit it out if I can because I'm going to put it on my phone to do that. Um, or I don't. And then this is this is interesting. Um, this, this thought experiment was to one kind of get it down in audio what I would do to show what I would do and, and another to show how little everyone else is doing the, the people in power how little they're doing because everyone says well the government can't do this and they can't figure it out because of the bureaucracy and blah 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 and one of the reasons they don't want the government to do everything is they say, well, it, it, it should be on a personal level. Everybody should choose to do it. Okay? Why is no one choosing to do it? If you believe that, if you truly believe that is what Christ said to do, which he did and didn't, because they also talk about governments, because governments are made up of people, right? 
do you think you just stop being people when you become a government and then the rules don't apply to you? Because there are several cities who you could ask and would tell you uh, different, except that you can't ask them because they were wiped off the face of the earth by God for not following his laws. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I've never understood not doing something because of the consequence. To a point. I understand sometimes. I understand like, okay, don't touch the fire because it's hot. It's a consequence. You get burned. I'm talking about there needing to be rules to stop you from hurting people. I understand things need to be defined. You understand what the hurt is or why it's hurting people. But once you understand the hurt, why do you need something to tell you not to hurt someone? Why do you need something to tell you to help somebody? None of these people became billionaires by themselves. Not a single one. It was all off the backs of their workers and their people and those who believed in them and those who invested in them and God. How can you be blessed like that and not go out and help people? And I'm sure they have helped some people, but how are they not constantly doing it? Not just driving by with money flying out their windows constantly. That would be better than what they're doing now, which is nothing. I don't get it. I just don't get it because four billion could do for so many people for so many charities. Just four billion, and that's a lot. And people are like, well, oh, just four billion. When the military gets a five hundred billion dollar budget and uses it every year, two years they spend a trillion dollars. Two years. And ten, that's five trillion. Think about the people in poverty that could have been taken out of it. The people whose medical bills could have been paid. The education it could have paid for. The everything. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I hope. I mean, if you, Lord, if you want to bless me with $4 billion, I'll be up for it. But I, I hope he blesses me with something like that. Not just because having $4 billion would be super rad, but I want, I truly want to help. I truly, truly want to help. I wouldn't sleep until I helped enough. Because it keeps me up at night knowing that I can't. I don't know. We're getting a lot of information today, and I'm trying to figure out a way to end this. Because we're at an hour 47, and my voice is about shot, and i got to go to bed. But I hope uh, this has been somewhat enlightening. I've showed you just how much money... Four billion dollars is, or just a billion dollars is. How much could be done? How much isn't being done? The show basically what you could do with the little that you have. And if you can't do anything, that's okay. Because if it's it can't, then it's that's not a problem. <laughs> 
It's the won't, the people who have money. I'm not saying you have to spend all your money. I'm not saying you have to spend half of it. I know we're looking at that and you go, well, you spent almost all your money. If you do percentage-wise, yeah. Yeah, but the percentage gets a little weird when you realize that when I spent at the end of it, I had, at the beginning I had four, and at the end of it, I had like a, what, altogether $100 million? I had two million, two hundred million dollars in personal money, and then at the end of giving it all away, um, I had like a hundred million or so. And you go, yeah, that I mean, that that's a lot different than four billion. Yeah, it's a lot. And then you realize, oh, that's still a hundred to two hundred million dollars, and I'll never have to work a day in my life if I just decide that I wanted to sleep for the next hundred years. I could do that. I could pay every bill. Like, that is so much money. That is so much money. And then I would still be able to improve people's lives. I would still be able to help people. I would still be able to do all of that with just that, what is next to billions, a little, a small amount of money. Yeah, this is hope that I, I get something like that. But it's also putting it out there to show what you could do and to hope that this can change people's minds and to give people the idea that have the money, maybe they haven't thought about it, to actually do something with it, to show how much good they can do. Because maybe they think they don't have that much because that's a mindset some people have. They always think that they're poor. I hope that's it and it's not just them being evil. But I've been wrong before. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's kind of weird. It's a crossover. But I think it's important. It's a lot longer. I'm making up I'm making up for not having a sermon talk in a long time by posting a nearly two-hour one. Um, the next Spectrum talk will be a lot more lighthearted and a lot... Uh, well, I say a lot different. Um, <laughs> next sermon talk, I don't know, it might be even more depressing because not a lot of joy is happening in the world, especially with the Beirut explosion. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Probably donate a good, you know, $10, $20 million to, to Beirut, Lebanon. Um, with the horrible uh, explosion that happened over there. The uh, most likely accidental. Some people say it's not accidental, but we don't know. And I'm not going to go with conspiracy theories or say stuff that we don't know. What we do know is ammonia nitrate is bad. Ammonium. And it blows up. And when it blows up, it blows up big. And it kills a lot of people. We probably should stop using it. Um, and those people, they need prayer, they need donations, and they need support. So keep them in your mind, as well as keep the rest of the world in your mind, because COVID's still around. And it doesn't look like it's getting any better, uh, at least not in the United States, because the United States doesn't know how to do anything right. Um, go figure. The country needs a lot of prayer. The president needs a lot of prayer. Even though he's a man I despise, I still pray for him. Because he's still, one, uh, it's good to pray for your enemies. Uh, and two, he still has the power, so he could, if he if he woke up one day and decided to be good, think about the good that he could do with that power. He is still a man in power. Um, plus, it's good for that change of heart just for himself and then the good that he could do with that power. Um, 
and to the nation. Um, plus it says to treat, you know, enemies, hunger, give them food, thirsty, give them drink, for your kindness will be like pouring hot stones upon their head. You know, whatever. But, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, on the next Spectrum Talk, it's going to be kind of like this, but it's not going to be as depressing or it definitely won't be religious. I might call out to God a little bit because I'm, I'm either angry or excited. Uh, so a YouTuber, I will have, I'm going to have all this written down uh, and I'll have his channel so I can recommend it. I don't have it off the top of my head. I'm going to end with this. A uh, guy does a lot of football simulations in Madden 20. Um, and I just, I went down a rabbit hole with him and then subscribed because his videos are really good. Um, he does a lot of long form simulations. So simulations of the same season over like a hundred, hundred different seasons, a hundred different times. So same season, same roster, but like a hundred different times to see basically all the different outcomes of what could happen. And he did a video to see how long it would take for every team just to appear in the Super Bowl. And he, the video ends after like an hour, almost two hours long, and he couldn't get every, he couldn't get all thirty-two teams in the Super Bowl. So I watched that video, and took as much data from it as I could, because sometimes he didn't show the score or who won or whatever, because he was getting tired. And I get that. And uh, took all the scores, all the win losses, all the data that I could get. He also did MVPs, all of that, and wrote it all down. And because I hyperfixated over over it, and that's what I do. And I'm going to put that in the next episode. It's going to be a lot more uplifting, especially uh, a lot more fun, especially if you're into football. Because uh, uh, if you're a Dallas Cowboy or a Cleveland Brown fan, there's might there might be some good news at least statistically. I don't know if any of it's going to work because we're in the middle of a pandemic, and there may not be an NFL season. Also, because the Cowboys statistically have always had the best have had the best team for like the last ten years, haven't been able to do anything with it. And as for the Browns, they were supposed to have a runaway season this last season and didn't. Then again, if they had had a kicker worth anything, oh my goodness. But we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. A lot of Cowboys, Browns, Super Bowls, surprisingly. Kansas City went back a few times, but not as much as you would think. Uh, but anyways, that has been uh, spectrum, talk, spectrum Talk and Sermon Time. And I will hopefully see you all in the next one and what will not be a crossover episode. So it'll be a little bit more on brand next time. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this, and I'll see you on the next one.